This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 130. This episode is brought to you by the Homeschool Mom Collective. You guys, you really don't need to homeschool alone. If you need some help, some camaraderie, some simple steps to know what you should be doing each month in your homeschool, then you definitely want to check out the Homeschool Mom Collective. This month, we're working on homeschooling multiple ages and how you do it without losing your mind. But those of you homeschooling an only child, we have bonus content for you too. There are so many moms who have really found a lot of value in our tribe and our content and just the way we present each month a simple plan for staying on top of things and bringing more peace and confidence to your homeschool. You can join by going to 41more.com forward slash membership. And I really hope to see you on the inside. Welcome to episode 130. I thought it would be great today to take a little time and answer some reader questions. I get emails and I hear from people on social media or via my inbox and people hit reply to the emails I send out. And sometimes I hear from new homeschool moms who really have a lot of burning questions. And that's why I wanted to mention the Homeschool Mom Collective because that's a great place to get constant help and have your questions answered, you know, whenever you have them really. But I wanted to take a minute and answer some questions from that I got from a homeschool mom because I know if she's asking them, there's a bunch of you thinking of them in your head as well. So I hope you'll find this format really helpful. And if you have some questions that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast or on my blog, please feel free to email me anytime. You can find my contact information by going to 41more.com. All right, so you can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 130. And let's jump in to some of these questions. So let me read the question that I received. Here's what she said. I'd like to homeschool, but I'm not sure how to make the transition. It feels impossible. If you could answer these questions, I would appreciate it. First, if I sign my son up for kindergarten already, is it too late to change my mind? Next, I work nine to five from home for now. Is it even possible for me to homeschool with my work hours? What do you do with your children while you're working if you're a single parent with no friends or family to help care for them? And finally, how can we socialize our kids with other kids so they can make friends if we homeschool? I know these are super common questions and they feel sometimes like there's no way around them, right? We've been taught so long that school has to be a certain way and how in the world could you replicate that if you're a single working parent, for example? So let's jump into some really practical solutions for this mom and maybe if you're considering the same kind of challenges, these ideas will help you as well. So here's what I said. I basically said, 
Look, these are great questions, but here's what you have to keep in mind. And I really believe this comes down to a really great answer for so many challenges that when we say, well, I'd love to homeschool, but, and we have some kind of opposition in our mind, here's what I said. The biggest obstacle when transitioning from public to homeschool is mindset. And so many times that is our problem with all the challenges that we feel like, well, there is no possible solution because there's only one way to do it. I have to fit in the box. And that absolutely is not true. I said to her, don't bring the public school mindset home. Homeschool does not have to look like public school. And in fact, it probably shouldn't. Remember, kids naturally love to learn. So your goal is to stoke that natural curiosity for the world around them. So for those of you who are transitioning like this mom from public school to homeschool, a lot of people recommend de-schooling. Basically get it out of your system. Get school out of your system. Recreate your relationships in your home. Recreate what it means to learn something and to enjoy learning. We are taught, I mean, how many kids roll their eyes about or say they hate school or they hate, you know, do they really? Yeah, they might hate school, but no kid really doesn't like to learn. If we can approach it from a natural way that kids I mean, kids naturally come into this world wanting to learn about the world around them. They're naturally curious. And so when we send them into this really outdated factory model, of course, a lot of them are going to come away hating the experience. It's not how you learn. And it really does need to be de-schooled out of you. You need to get back to the basics. And so if you were, if I was talking to you in the summer, I would say that use the summer to de-school. Now that I'm talking in September, some of you might feel like it's too late. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. It is never too late to homeschool. Almost everywhere that I know of, you can pull your kids out, even if it's halfway through the year, or even if there's two weeks left in the school year and say, hey, I'm homeschooling. You really, uh, they want to make you think that it's too late, but it never is too late. So if you're transitioning from public school to homeschool, you do do need a mindset shift. You need to de-school, get that school system out of you. And so then ease into homeschooling. Don't hit day one doing all the subjects all day. You definitely need to take your time to figure out what works best for you and your child. Okay, so let's tackle that other point this mom made. She said, look, I already signed my son up for kindergarten. Is it too late to change my mind? And I got this email in the summer. But for those of you listening, I already said, it's never too late. They want you to think, okay, you're committed. The school year started, it's too late. It never is. Now, every state has their own home education laws, but the paperwork or legal process is specific to where you live, you can find that process from hslda.org forward slash legal. And I will put the link in the show notes. Homeschool Legal Defense Association has been fighting for homeschool rights and parental rights ever since homeschooling was um, taking place in the dark ages, back in the 80s, I would say, maybe even the 70s. And so they've been fighting to make home education legal. You can find the process in where you live. You can find that on their website. And so you figure out 
what is necessary to withdraw from public school and then what you need to do to sign up as a homeschool family in your state. Every state is different and look into the requirements. Some states have testing requirements or evaluations or that kind of thing. And I even live in a state that's considered hyper-regulated. I live in Pennsylvania and it's one of those red states on their map. You know, it's like, don't live here if you want to homeschool. But honestly, it's annoying and school districts like to throw their supposed power and authority around, which they really don't have over homeschool families, but it's not hard to comply. So the point is, most likely where you live, it'll be easy to comply, might be a pain, but you can do it. And so, yeah, it's never too late. That's the point I want to make because I'm seeing, especially now in 2021 in the fall, a lot of school districts pull in some crazy things here at the last minute when parents thought they were sending their kids back to a normal homeschool year. And all of a sudden they're finding out school districts are changing the rules. So if you are one of those parents and you feel stuck you are not stuck. You can homeschool your kids, even though they might have had their first week of school. If you are not happy with the education they're getting in the public schools or the situation there or their teacher or anything, you can homeschool your kids. It's never too late. I'll put links in the show notes so you can easily get started legally in your state. So the next obstacle this mom had is, okay, I'm working from home. How can I homeschool if I'm working nine to five? Um, What do you do with your kids while you're working if you don't have friends and family to help? And I want to let you know, you can totally homeschool even while working from home because homeschooling is so much more efficient than the public school factory model. Now, when you were in school, you probably remember how much wasted time there was, and it hasn't changed. One teacher to 25 kids is a horrible ratio. I mean, some school districts, it's even worse than that. It could be one teacher to 30 or more children. And the younger they are, that's worse than, say, a middle school class of 25. But when you're homeschooling one-to-one, you can be efficient and productive, and you know if your kids get it or not. You know, kindergarten especially doesn't require heaps of worksheets, prepping for standardized tests. They don't have to practice standing in line. I mean... The amount of time wasted in a kindergarten classroom is ridiculous. The foundation for all of learning, remember, it's letters and numbers. So if you focus on letters and numbers and with kindergarten, of course, add in some fun history and science, you know, and art, you can add that all in. But really, what do they need to know? They need to start to be able to know how to manipulate numbers and how to put letters together to ma- and ma- what sounds they make and how to make simple words. This could be done spending 10 to 20 minutes a day on phonics and letters and spend another 10 minutes on math concepts. The rest of the day in kindergarten is imaginative play, nature walks, exploring topics that your child is interesting in, interested in, you know, audiobooks. If you're working, have them listen to an audiobook. Just enjoy being a kid. I really have a lot to say on this topic, and I will link to a bunch of helpful posts in the show notes, which you can, of course, find at 41more.com forward slash 130. Now, of course, speaking to the concepts of you know, giving your kids plenty of playtime and allowing them to be naturally, you know, naturally love learning the way they, that kids actually are born. They are born curious and they love to learn. Remember to check out my conversations with Ainsley Arment of the Call of the Wild and Free and Connor Boyack of Passion Driven Education. You also know him from the Tuttle Twins books. I had great conversations with them on episodes 86 and 62, and they have a lot to say about this concept of 
breaking out of this factory model and really embracing a natural learning environment in your homeschool. And that is what is going to make it possible for this single homeschool mom who also works to be able to homeschool her young child. So don't come at it from a factory model view, come at it from a natural learning viewpoint. Now I'm going to try to be kind here to new homeschool moms because you are so worried about the socialization aspect. But those of us who've been homeschooling for a long time, we laugh at that question because it's one of those weird stereotypes that homeschool kids are unsocialized. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I've met so many public school kids. I mean, I used to teach in public school and I know how some of them only know how to operate around their little peer group and they don't know how to talk to an adult. They don't know how to interact with people of other ages. And then I see homeschool kids and I'm like, oh my word, they're talking to grownups and little kids. They know how to interact with all different people. And honestly, I always say this too. If your kid is weird, they're going to be weird no matter if they're in public school, private school, or homeschool. You know, they're just going to be weird. So I don't think homeschooling is going to ruin your kids. And as far as socialization goes, and honestly, I think their socialization is much more natural and it's much more healthy than being with a peer group and having bullies and having teachers that are indoctrinating them and things you don't agree with. So no, I don't think you have to worry about socialization, but I know what you're, I know what you're thinking. If you're a single mom, you have an only child and they're not going to school every day, being around other kids, what do you do there? It's definitely a little more of a challenge if you're working because yeah, a lot of homeschool groups are probably meeting during the school day, but you might have to use the weekends to try to find activities. If you want your child to join in, you can search for regional specific homeschool school groups on Facebook, you know, keep up with what's going on local to you. If you're stuck at home all day because you work, then maybe you're going to have to head out in the evening if you want to and get that activity time for your child in the community. There really is a lot available if you look for it and you just might have to think outside the box. And I'm going to link to episode 91 where we talked about what do you do if you're an only child and how do you handle socialization? I had a great chat on that episode that I will link to in the show notes. So these are just some of the thoughts that I hope would encourage this mom and also you, if you're in this situation and you're saying, I really do want to homeschool, but I think it's impossible in my situation. I have heard stories from so many people that homeschool in the most unlikely situation, there really is never a time that you could not do it. You might have to be more creative. You might have to think outside the box. It's not going to look maybe the way you think it's going to look. But if you are committed to giving your child a really great home education, you can do it. And there's whole communities ready to help you and ready to support you and give you that confidence and give you the practical help you need. And one of those communities is the Homeschool Mom Collective. And I really do want to invite you to join. Is $8 a month worth your sanity? I kind of think so. So check us out. Give us a month. Try it out for a month and see if it helps you just find more peace and confidence in your homeschooling journey. You can join us at 41more.com forward slash membership. Remember to check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 130. Thanks for joining us today. I'm really glad you're one of my podcast listeners. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.